Welcome, welcome to this week's holiday preparation edition of Healthy-ish with Nutrishmish. Now, it's a scary time of year, or it can be a scary time of year. This is the time of year where people can gain somewhere between 8 to 12 pounds if you're not careful. But not you, not on my watch. I'm going to give you every tip and trick in the book, and I know every single one of them, so that you gain absolutely zero weight this holiday season. Actually, you might even lose weight if that's what you're trying to do. Either way, in January, you're going to feel way better than you've ever felt before if you follow these tips. Okay, so let's start with talking about what the holidays actually are, because so often we have feelings about them, and sometimes our feelings can cloud the reality of the situation, because we have all these people coming in now being like, oh my god, the holidays, the holidays going to be so hard. It's really not, and here's why. Let's just, let's even just take like Thanksgiving as an example, and then I'm going to broaden this concept for the whole holiday season. Thanksgiving is one day. It's a single day. That's it, right? So let's say you eat like a complete crazy shit show for one single day. One single day does not outweigh 29 good or decent days and I don't love using good or bad when it comes to stuff but you know what I'm talking about um so let's even say in school in school let's say you get 29 A's and you get one F that F is not even a thing so we stress out about the anomaly we stress out about like the one maybe kind of challenge but in reality like even if you eat like crazy that day it's not really going to be a blip on the screen it's impossible and then what you might be saying is like okay but like I eat crazy that whole weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, because that, that happens. You maybe have leftovers, maybe you have family, and maybe you're traveling, whatever. Um, that's valid, except also <laughs> four days is still not the majority of 30 at all. And the other thing to think about is you're probably not eating crazy for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? You're probably maybe just eating crazy for dinner, which is only four meals of the four days. Or maybe let's be dramatic and say it's lunch and dinner. That's still only eight meals, right? So... I did the math before on a separate take because there's no way I would have been able to do this in my head otherwise. But if we're talking about three meals a day, right, times 30, I, I could have done that on my head or whatever, <laughs> times 30 um, days in the month, you're talking out of 90 meals, eight of them might be crazy. And that's your worst case scenario. Again, it's nowhere near the majority. The pitfall that people fall into, though, is once they kind of start maybe not eating the best, they don't kind of like get back into it. They don't kind of get like back on track or whatever you want to call it. Um, they're kind of like, well... I'm not going to be eating well for these days. And then in a month, it's Christmas. Or in two weeks, it's another party. Like, we do these things sometimes with weight loss and nutrition that when I say them out loud, you're going to be like, that doesn't even make logical sense, but I do it. And you want to kind of catch all these thought processes that don't make logical sense and start to correct them because that's what's going to allow you to make good decisions in the moment. So, like, for example, you might be like, oh, my gosh, well, it's Thanksgiving. I ate like crazy for Thanksgiving weekend. And then on December 7, the week and a half away from now, I have a party. So I'm not going to eat healthy like for a week and a half because then I'm going to be eating healthy for a week and a half and then I have this other party, this other singular day or this other singular meal. Like when you really think about it like that, it doesn't quite make sense, but that's the mindset that we get into and that's what you want to be really careful of. Okay, so now to like broaden this concept for the whole holiday season, right? Let's say, let's be like, let's split the difference. Let's say you have like four crazy meals. And again, I know you're not going to be eating perfectly for the whole month, but like the ones that you're going to be like, oh my God, these were really intense. These are really like, these are meals that could potentially do damage, right? Four, you're talking four tops really for the month of November, right? Then we get into December. Now, let's say you're like really, really popular. Let's say you're like all these holiday parties you got invited to. Let's say you get invited to seven holiday parties. I don't know who the hell gets invited to seven holiday parties. Let's say you're that person. So you have seven holiday parties. Again, it's not seven crazy days. It's seven meals. So your breakfast and your lunch probably is still going to be good. Maybe dinner's a little crazy. Maybe you're drinking. Maybe you're having dessert. But it's one crazy meal. So again, not a whole day even. We're talking like isolated meals so so far for the holiday season what we said, I said 
that's seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. Okay, so we're up till 11 maybe crazy meals, right? Then let's say you have, let's say you celebrate Christmas, right? So Christmas is maybe like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Again, maybe two crazy meals. Maybe you have like a fun breakfast thrown in there. Let's say you're celebrating Hanukkah, right? You're not having, you know, probably lakas every day for eight days. Maybe you are, I don't know. But like really, let's say you're doing Christmas, you're talking 13 maybe not so great meals for the whole holiday season. If we divide 13 by three meals a day, right? We're talking about four not so great days of eating for November and December. It's really not that crazy. If you wanna like, you know, take like Hanukkah, right? Let's say for all eight days, you're eating really, really crazy, right? So, oh my gosh, pause for math. I'm not gonna do the math. It's, it's again, it would be the equivalent of maybe like six days or seven days of not so great. It would be, yeah, seven days of not so great eating for those two months. So it's not anything crazy. It's just that our mindset gets very lax. And a lot of times people fall into this like all or nothing mentality where like once you've crossed over to maybe not eating the best, then you feel like you gotta like, why would you start again until you have this like nice clear horizon? Now the big pitfall of this time of year is there's a very clear horizon, not so far in the distance, but far enough away where if you're relying on this, you can do a lot of damage during the holidays. And that is January. Like, could we get more cliche than doing the stupid January New Year's resolution? Like, guys, if you haven't figured out at this point in 2022 that the New Year's resolution doesn't friggin' work, like, I don't, like, listen, I love a refresh. I love, like, a, like a, like a, fresh start. I like all of that. But if you're going to put all your hopes and wishes and dreams in January for the 33rd year in a row, like it's not going to happen, right? So that's why you want to approach this holiday season different than you've ever approached any holiday season before. Okay, so that's number one is think about it in terms of what it really is. All of these days, all these meals are isolated and they're nowhere near the majority if you don't do the next thing that I'm going to say. The next thing I'm gonna say is do not restrict yourself over the holidays. That is one of the main things that you can do to completely overindulge and completely lose control this holiday season. People rely on something called willpower, right? And willpower, it's not a real thing. It's like this made up construct. Um, I heard somebody compare it once like lighter fluid, like it burns up really quick and then it's gone. You don't wanna white knuckle it. You don't wanna rely on willpower. You wanna be able to actually enjoy the holidays. If you think about people that have a good relationship with food, if you have a friend or somebody that you know that has a really good relationship with food, they probably don't restrict. They probably let themselves have what they want when they want it for the most part. And because of that, they have control over it. People who struggle and people who have a difficult relationship with food are people who think, very all or nothing meaning like when they're good they eat really good and when they're quote unquote bad I'm using quotation marks they just eat like crazy because you can only eat perfectly like healthy all the time but then the second that you feel like you can't have something now you're putting it on a pedestal and then eventually it's all you're gonna want and then once you have it you've already crossed over, right? So before you go back to having nothing, you're gonna to wanna to get everything in that you've been missing out on. And it creates this really toxic, really difficult relationship with food. And people do this over the holidays because there's parties and there's holidays and they're spread out just far enough where people kind of like get in this mentality of like, well, I could start eating well now, but then in two weeks there's a party or then in a week and a half there's this party or even in five days there's this party. Like, yeah, but like just eat well for those five days in between and then go back. Like people sometimes get in this you know frame of mind where they're like, well, unless I have this like stretch of time where I could eat perfectly, like there's no point in starting now. But why would there be no point in starting now when we're talking about these like isolated days or isolated meals that when you spread them out over time, they're not really gonna be impactful to your overall goal. 
So the all or nothing thinking is very, very dangerous, but this comes from a place of restriction, a place of feeling like you can't have something. The second I tell you you can't have something, it's literally all you're gonna want, it's human nature, right? Like the example I always like to use, do you like the guy or girl in high school that liked you or the guy or girl in high school that didn't like you, right? It's always the one that didn't like you until they like you and then you're like, eh. Like it's just how it is, you know what I mean? So. To, to take some of these foods off a pedestal and to really like live in this middle lane, you wanna allow yourself to have them. And if you don't believe me that you can have them and still hit your weight loss goals, really just think about this in terms of the majority, right? If you, again, I like to use grades as an example. If you have eight really terrible grades, eight Fs, but then you have 30 As, again, it doesn't factor in. Your body's the same way. So if you're eating well most of the time and then you have these exceptions, you're totally fine. But when it comes from a place of restriction and it comes from this all or nothing, kind of like take on this and then you're like well I'm just gonna wait till January like that pattern has proved itself over and over and over and over again not to work so what you want to do is when you know people always ask me well what do you eat at the holidays I eat whatever the hell I want like I don't hold back at all and because I like take my foot off the gas and I let myself eat what I want the other days I don't care because I also like know when my next fun thing is coming up you know um and I've lost weight that way like my t- over 10,000 clients that Nutrish Mish has worked with has lost weight that way. Like, it works. You just have to adopt this new mindset and you really have to subscribe to the fact that the way that you've done it over and over and over again hasn't worked. And when I say worked, I mean long term, not just like a little, it worked for a couple of days and then I stopped. I mean like work for years. Like our long-term success rate at Nutrish Mish is 83%. The long-term success rate of a diet, which is what I'm describing is 5%. So go with what works. If you've done something over and over again and it didn't work, it's probably not going to work this time. If you watch Titanic again, Jack's probably going to die at the end. Don't do the same thing over and over again that you know doesn't work. And that being said, this is actually the perfect time to join Nutrishmish. Our Eat Right, Live Right program, like I said, has helped over 10,000 people lose weight and keep it off. And when I actually look at the people that are the most successful, believe it or not, they're the ones that start in November and December because it's the time of years where things could be the craziest. It's when you get the most stuff thrown at you. And when you learn to navigate all of this during those times, January or anything after that seems like a total breeze. So things actually get easier, not harder. So if you're thinking about it, I'm going to link it in the show notes. You can check out, we have a webinar, How Weight Loss Works. You could check that out, or you can either sign up or call us for more information. We can set you up with a consultation. Okay, so tip number one is keep everything isolated. It's a day, it's a meal, it's not the whole thing. Number two, give yourself permission. Be careful about falling into those all or nothing kind of patterns. Number three is if you are in all or nothing patterns, keep in mind that you're practicing not doing that. And sometimes when you're first practicing something, you're not great at it. Another really great analogy that I like to use is let's say, you know, let's say you have a kid here and the kid is 19, right? And they're not supposed to drink, just like you're not supposed to eat certain foods. And again, you're not supposed to do something that's super exciting, right? So they might drink anything and anything they get their hands on. They might drink like gross Georgie or whatever crap that they drink these days um, just because like that's all they can get their hands on, right? Then when they turn 21, there might be a short period of time where drinking is really exciting because now they're allowed to do it, right? And maybe they're overindulging a little bit. But then by like 21 and a half, like the novelty wears off, like it's not exciting anymore. And the same thing might happen to you, right? And this is one of the first time that you're giving yourself permission to actually like eat something and like eat like what you want at the holidays or whatever. You might find it a little bit difficult to stop just because that's your pattern. But if you practice it and you change your mindset and you really give yourself permission and you you realize that you could have these things anytime, anywhere, any place after a while, it the novelty does kind of start to wear off. So just kind of keep in mind that you're practicing something. When you're first doing something for the first time, you're not necessarily going to be great at it. It doesn't mean that you quit. It means that you practice it. And eventually you practice something over, over and over and over again, you get really good at it. 
My fourth tip is if you are going to weigh yourself, right, sometimes the number can mess with people's heads. So if you are going to weigh yourself, I want to be very strategic about when you do it. Because if you've listened to previous podcast episodes that I've done, if not, I could link them below. But when it comes to weight loss, actually check out the, the webinar, How Weight Loss Works. I'm going to link at the bottom here because I think that'll explain this in a lot of detail really well if it's a concept that you don't understand. But weight is not just made up of body fat. Weight's made up of water, muscle, fat, organ, clothes, your stud earrings, pretty much everything, right? And your scale isn't going to differentiate between water and muscle and fat and all that kind of stuff. It's just going to show you a number. So water weight will fluctuate a lot, especially during the holidays. So be strategic if you are going to weigh yourself as to when you're going to weigh yourself. Do not weigh yourself. I give yourself at least 48 hours after a, a holiday party um, or, or Thanksgiving or something like that because from the salt alone, the salt's gonna make you retain water. So you might get on the scale the next day for like a masochist, right, after Thanksgiving, and you might be like, oh my God, I weigh five pounds. This girl has no idea what she's talking about. You didn't really gain five pounds. It's impossible to gain one pound of body fat in a day, let alone five. But because you had so much salt, it will make your water weight go higher because you're retaining that water still. You'll feel very swollen in your fingers most likely. And then your weight's gonna be high, not because you gained actual weight, but because of water weight. But then if you see that number and it messes with your head, then you could kind of spiral and derail yourself. So it's impossible to gain a pound of body fat in a day, let alone five, but you might be looking at water weight fluctuations. And when you see those water weight fluctuations happening, just understand that it's just water. The best thing to do is drink a lot of water to flush it out. We also have a product called Bloat Banisher, which I could link below if that's something that that bothers you, but it's not actual weight you're looking at and it will go away within 24 to 48 hours. So my suggestion is do not weigh yourself 24 to 48 hours after a party or after Thanksgiving. Give yourself some time to get that water weight out of you. Um, but if you are, at least know what you're looking at. And when you see that drastic spike, it's not real and it will be gone. I promise you within 24 to 48 hours, the more water you drink or if you take something like our bloat banisher supplement. So a couple of little like micro tips also is if you have, let's say, a couple events in a week and one of them, you know, is going to have really good food, maybe don't have dessert at that one. Or if one of them you're like, OK, this is a family event. I'm definitely going to need to drink at it maybe go a little bit easier on the food. You can also like pick and choose your battles like that if you have so many going events going on that you're actually really concerned about it. But the goal is, if nothing else, just be like, you know what, I handled this holiday season better than I would have last holiday season. If you could say that you did that, you're in great shape. So but my last little tip is that if this is something that you struggle with, seek out help. Like this is what we do at Nutrishmish. We help guide people through things like the holidays and stressful times and all the different things that come. You know, that's the difference between a lifestyle change and a diet is when you're dieting, you're just trying to chase a number. When you're creating a lifestyle change, you're learning how the food and nutrition works into all of the inevitable things that are going to happen in life, just like the holidays. So highly recommend that you give us a call. Check out our link at the bottom. If you have any questions, you can call um, tell us about what you're looking to do and we'll kind of tell you how you, we can help you. Um, you know, these holidays can be very stressful with the food and nutrition and weight loss and all that. So, you know, we want to make it as easy as possible. Like I said, our people do the best when they start during a crazy chaotic time. And then I think the reason is because it just gets easier. But regardless, my goal for all of you guys is that by January, you're like such in such a good groove that you'll need a new resolution. You're not going to fall into the same kind of trap, right? So, Enjoy the holidays as much as you can. Just really think of it as an isolated event. We're talking days or meals. We're not talking a whole season. Really make that mindset shift. 
give yourself permission to eat the things that you want to eat. Once you give yourself permission, eventually the novelty wears off. When you feel restricted, when you feel like you're not really supposed to have it, when it's on a pedestal, when you're relying on willpower, which isn't even a real thing, you're really setting yourself up for failure. So really try to get out of that all or nothing mentality and try to find the middle lane where you eat well most of the time, but then you know when your fun stuff's coming and when you have it, you just enjoy it. And then it's not hard to quote unquote get back on track because you're never off track. This just is your track. Number three, be patient with yourself. If these concepts are new to you, you're practicing them and you might crash and burn the first or second or third time. But again, if you keep practicing something over and over and over again, eventually you're gonna get good at it as long as it feels good to you. And then four, weighing yourself, be very strategic about it. You know, you don't have to weigh yourself at all, but if you are, don't do it 24 to 48 hours after you have a party or after a holiday, just because of the water retention. You can't possibly gain one pound in a day, let alone four or five, but because you'll be retaining some water, you might see those fluctuations and it could mess with your head. If you are gonna weigh yourself, just keep in mind, it might be three to five pounds higher than you might wanna see it, but it's just because of that water retention. And if you drink enough water um, throughout the next day or two, you will flush it out and you'll be right back to where you wanna be. And number five, if all this is tough for you, get help, get professional help. Like, you know, I don't try to fix my sink when it's broken by myself. I call a plumber, right? So if this is something that you really want to make sure that you're going to be in a good place with and you want to like really learn how to do this during one of the tougher times of year and really come out and not have to worry in January, get help, hopefully from us, but from somebody who's a professional that knows how to deal with these things. All right. I hope that was helpful. Make sure that you like and subscribed so that you never miss an episode. If you enjoyed this episode, if you want to rate it five stars, I wouldn't hate it. And make sure you're following me on Instagram for all tips and tricks throughout the whole holiday season.